0: It's all about um, making your employees feel like they're special. And by the way, the only way you can make your employees feel like they're special is if they are special. Because if they're not and you fake it, they'll, they'll find out. Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we talk about how you and your organization can take your next step in your leadership journey. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we really do believe your church can grow, your church should grow, and your personal growth as a leader really makes a difference. I am back with my co-host, Logan. Logan, how's it going today?
1: Y'all, he booted me off last week.
0: I did. I did. It wasn't anything personal. Let's be honest. You had to run an errand. I did. I did. I was picking up
1: printer ink, so sorry, you guys.
0: That's pretty important.
1: Things take precedence, you know?
0: Absolutely. We work around here.
1: So, Perry. I'm giving our listeners a little inside scoop on some... You know, you give me podcasts and videos to watch and listen to a lot. I do. Recently, you showed me the Start With Why TED Talk.
0: Yes. One of the best ever. One
1: of the, I mean, you're not just the only person with that opinion. It's the third most watched and popular TED talk of all time. Yeah, currently I, in the running.
0: It's yeah, it's it, yeah. I would have guessed top five, definitely.
1: So for the few people in the world that haven't heard it or watched it, just tell, explain a little about what it is and why it's so important to you. Why that's so vital information of this. Start with why. Well,
0: if you've never watched the talk, you can just go to Google. Um, and type in Simon Sinek, start with why, and it'll take you to either YouTube or that TED talk. But it's basically um, Simon, like I know him by first name. But um, Our boy Simon. Our boy Simon. My boy Simon. He starts, he, he talks about how a lot of companies, leaders, marketers, or whatever, talk about what they're doing, but the actual why behind the what is more important. And I think the illustration I shared with you is. Um, Logan, if I can't, if I approached you in a coffee shop and said, hey, Logan, would you like to come with some friends of mine and me? We're going to go fill some bags full of sand. You probably wouldn't be, pre- you'd be like, okay, first of all, that's weird. Number two, I'm not interested. But if we lived um, near a town that had a, a dam or a levee and it was about to bust because it was raining so hard, and I said, Logan, we're going to go fill some bags full of sand so the town doesn't flood, I haven't just told you what we're doing. I told you why we're doing it, which makes you more um, likely to get involved. You're more compelled to do something if I tell you why. And I think that's so important for church leaders because a lot of times I know that I've told people what we're going to do, but telling people why. Don't tell people, like, for example, I I, I tell people that I, I want our church to grow. I want our church to grow. That's what I want. Why do I want that? that's actually the compelling thing that's going to motivate people.
1: And that's to your followers, like mm-hmm. not just the people in the church, but the people that you are over, you know, right. are, the staff, that's me. You know, right. you say that. But one thing Simon Sinek says is leadership's not about being in charge. It's about taking care of those in charge, which is kind of an example of why you would take the time to explain the why behind the what, mm-hmm. which like you said, so tell me your thoughts on that about being, it's not being in charge, but it's about taking care of those in your charge.
0: Well, so for me, I tell th- – this is my attitude. I'm responsible for the environment of the organization. Um, and, you know, the environment, the culture is either what we create or what we allow. And I am responsible for that environment. I'm not responsible for an individual's attitude. Like mm. so, so if somebody has a bad attitude, I'm not responsible for that – if I know that I've done the best job I can to provide a great environment. So if you've got a great environment, you know, 90% of the employees are happy, 10% are miserable, it's probably because those 10% have just a really bad That's attitude. when you
1: can say, it's not me, it's you.
0: It's not me, it's you. Absolutely, <laughs>
1: absolutely. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it sounds like the only variable inside an organization is its environment, mm-hmm. which is in our control. Um, whether that be the leader or the individual person. Um, do you agree that environment is vital to work productivity?
0: Absolutely, because if people love their environment, um they're they're more likely to come in and get more work done. Like for example, I love the work environment that we have here. It's really laid back, but when we need to buckle down and work hard, nobody complains, nobody gets upset about that because we have a great environment. Um on the other side, if you don't like the environment that you're in, you're, um, you're more likely to call in sick. You're more likely to waste time while you are there. You're more likely to take a longer lunch break. You're more likely to leave about two or three minutes early if you can. I mean, you're, you're trying to spend less time there rather than more time. And, and there's been several times that we've called ourselves here um, – way after five, mm-hmm. standing around just having conversations, and it's like, oh, we got to go. We get, you know, okay, well, we get, all get to see each other tomorrow, whatever. So, right. yeah, that's it's it's a major, major deal.
1: So, if environment's so important. What are some ways a leader can build a healthy work environment to have that, hey, we're actually talking at 5.15, and I don't really want to go home yet. Yeah,
0: and, you know, there's a lot of studies out there. It's like, you know... D- this is where people go, well, I'm not doing what Google did and putting in the slides, which personally I would love a slide in the office at some. but I'm 6'6", so it's impossible to find a slide. And we're
1: all on one floor. Yeah, we're all on <laughs> one floor. So, slide but a slip and slide we could do? But
0: a slip slide would be amazing. So that's what a lot of people say is, oh my gosh, I can't afford uh, to do the slide. I can't afford to do the drink machines. I can't afford to do this. You know what? You don't have to do all that stuff. Yeah, you know, I can't afford a weight room. I was talking to somebody the other day that started working with a company that had a weight room. I'm like, that's freaking awesome um but pay attention to the individuals that work with you and you can do this whether you have a team of 10 or you can do this whether you have a team of 100 um what do they like what do they enjoy what are their preferences and then try to i mean it could be as simple as paint colors Mm -hmm. it could be as simple as what they put on the wall what kind of art decoration you allow them to have input in the environment that they work in And they're more likely to enjoy it. If I'm not mistaken, um, if you work at Zappos, and Zappos is known for their culture and their environment, Mm -hmm. but you you work in a cube, but you get to decorate your cube however you want. Mm -hmm. And there are people that absolutely take ownership over that. I think I read that in a book. And if I didn't, somebody should have wrote it in a book.
1: Well, you live that out. You let me have a jungle in my office. I have a lot of plants. You (laughs) have a
0: jungle, and Carly has a fish.
1: That's true. Well, I know the things you do to help make your employees, you know, feel special and and to feel like you care for them and are, are are curious about their environment. So, but for our listeners, what are some things? I know there's two that stick out in my mind that you do for all of your staff members.
0: Yeah, number one is um, birthday cards. Like, and and you know, everybody has a birthday, um, and you can it doesn't take but two or three minutes to sit down, write a personal note. And put a put a little cash or put a little gift card in 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 the card and give it to them. That that really does create a great environment. At, at that point, people. Um, I, and I, the first person I ever heard say this was John Maxwell. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Um, and when people mm-hmm. know you care, um, that creates a great environment. And the other thing is, we we all go out to lunch on Monday and we just. We don't necessarily talk about work. I mean, we do sometimes, but sometimes we talk about what we did this weekend or a football game or, um, you know, you and Carly talk about Oprah or (laughs) something interesting (laughs) like that. And we just I mean, it's it's all about um, making your employees feel like they're special. And by the way, the only way you can make your employees feel like they're special is if they are special, because if they're not and you fake it, they'll they'll find out.
1: Sniff out a phony, y'all. That's it. Sniff out a phony. Well, you know, we've kind of started the conversation with Simon Sinek. Um, and just to kind of circle back, one of the things he says is when we call someone a leader, it's not because they're in charge, but it's because they went first. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it because, I mean, you you trailblazed a lot, you know, in terms of church world and culture. but. He also hits on this idea of authority and leadership and how they're, they're different, but they're also the same. So what are your thoughts on those two words, authority versus leadership?
0: I think people follow, follow authority because they have to. They follow leadership because they want to. And let me explain that. Um, if I'm driving down the road and a cop car comes up behind me and they put on their blue lights— I, I'm not pulling over because the person behind me is a great leader. I'm pulling over because the person behind me has authority and, and I'm trying to talk myself out of a ticket because I'm a leader, but, um, and I'm not good looking. I can't cry my way out of a ticket or, <laughs> or whatever. So, so that's the difference. So some, but some people lead like that. They, 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 they approach people And when you walk into a room and the first emotion that people feel is fear, then you're leading out of authority and not out of true leadership. Once again, people follow a leader because they want to. People follow authority because they have to.
1: So, you know me, my job is to boil it all down. So, if I'm hearing you correctly... Make it simple. Make it simple. It sounds like being a leader is mostly just taking care of your people so they can operate at their best and they can execute whatever this grander vision is that the leader has.
0: That's the main job is is you got to cast... Of course, you got to cast vision, but you got to take care of your people because if a leader will take great care of his or her people then his or her people will take great care of them.
1: I agree completely. And one of the best ways you can take care of your people is giving them the knowledge to execute what they need to do to get it done, you know, and tell them about our online church growth conference. That was a good transition. That is a good transition because we're going to set y'all up.
0: We do. We have an online church growth conference and it's what it is, is it's a church growth conference online it's it's pretty amazing it's pretty innovative we're creative here we are and the whole thing um through let me let me look at the date i want to look at the make sure i get the date right because i don't know when people are listening to this podcast oh you've already got it written down no no no, i'm talking about the the early bird rate the early bird rate ends on midnight august the 8th midnight august 8th so until midnight august 8th The price is forty nine dollars, and that it doesn't matter if you have one person or one hundred people watching this conference, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because a staff and a team and maybe even a group of volunteers can experience this together. We're gonna have some assignments at the end of every lesson. Um, There's gonna be three sessions. Session number one is why you should not feel bad about wanting your church to grow. Uh, No church growth shaming here. Number two, session number two is what is the reason many churches have stopped growing. And losing millennials in record numbers. We're going to talk about that. And number three, what are three foundational issues your church must address if you want to see exponential growth? Now, once again, the dates for the actual event are Wednesday, August 15th, and Thursday, August the 16th. And um, it's not a four-day event, or it's not a two-day event. There's four opportunities to watch these sessions you can either watch the sessions at nine thirty a.m. or two o'clock p.m. on that Wednesday, and once again nine thirty a.m. or two o'clock p.m. on that Thursday, and it's going to be so much fun. I hope you and and the website is www.dot You can check it out. It's the best forty nine dollars you'll invest in your team this year. I promise. Anything else, Logan? Can you think of anything else?
1: I mean. It's been a good day. It's it has Friday. been a good, it has they're been a good day. They're listening on a Monday.
0: Monday or Tuesday, or when, yeah. depending on when they get it. Hopefully, they're That's getting true. it. Hopefully. Either hopefully, way, we hope you have a good day. We do. We hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you next week. Until then, we believe your church can grow, your church should grow, and your personal growth makes the difference. Thank you for listening to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. We hope you had a blast spending time with us. For more thoughts on leadership, visit Perry's blog at perrynoble.com. Uh,